Everybody, welcome to Retail Nightmares. Uh, it's Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host Jessica Delisle. Hello, our guest. I'm hi. Hi. Our guest was one of the first people I asked to be on the podcast, but we had conflicting schedules. Right. Yeah. So I'm so excited to have Mr. Cam McLeod here. Hi. Hi. Improviser, I'm, actor. Yeah. Handsome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So happy that our schedules could uh, finally meet, meet up. We're introducing a new segment this week. It's where we just brush our guests' hair for five minutes. <laughs> our schedules are dating now. Yeah. Oh. Um, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. You've had a ton of shitty jobs. Oh, you betcha. Uh, I've done a lot of work in bars. Oh. And when it comes to customer service in bars, oh boy, the customers are... Really great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I know that at least once I have been far too drunk to be out at a bar. <laughs> at least. But it's been a while. I know now when I'm drunk. Like I, I got drunk last night when no one else was really drinking. This is the problem when I get drunk. <laughs> I just like, it feels like the right time Tonight's regardless of what else is going on. And so after four glasses of wine, I just kept saying, I've had too much to drink. I'm having trouble walking. Oh. <laughs> That the, like frustrated drunk. Yeah, over. I'm like, why did I do this again? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you can tell us whatever kind of story you like. Oh, well, there's like so many to choose from. When I was like 18 to 22, I worked in a uh, skateboard snowboard shop oh, in okay. Maple Ridge. He must have been a cool kid. And it, sick. It was, yeah, super sick. Very <laughs> dope. Um, <laughs> super rad. Yeah. Uh, Radical. But in Maple Ridge, there's Haney, and in Haney, there's the Haney Hogs, which is like a huge chapter of the Hells Angels. Oh, no. So, yeah, when I was working there, I got really good at burrowing down with terrible people because they'd come in and spend like $5,000 on Money they had to get rid of. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) just like blood money. Like, you know, they're like paying $5,300 in like snowboard equipment, and they'd be like, here's like... $6,000. Ah, don't worry about the change. What? And it was like, I almost like them. (laughs) That's the crazy thing about criminals. You're like, I don't like you, but you do have a lot of money. Yeah, that you're trying to get rid of. That must have been a weird thing to experience as an 18-year-old, too. Like your first kind of job and seeing how money works. and Yeah, and just like being petrified. During the whole salesman process, yeah, <laughs> like, being like, "Oh yeah, this uh, this snowboard here is for uh, backcountry. How tall are you? Oh great, you're weighing this much. Okay, I like you're your tattoos. For the How many knives do you have on you? That's going to add weight. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that was really interesting. But the story that I want to tell, yeah, is I used to work at a place called Deviate. Oh, I know it. I used to eat there. Yeah. It was this kind of restaurant slash art gallery that was owned by uh, one of the guys that's now involved in meat on Maine, the okay. vegetarian place. I tried to go there last night, but it was too busy. <sighs> Real it's hot good. spot. It's good. Too hot. There's so many delicious <laughs> things on that menu. I'll never know. There was a really cute dog outside, though, that I just pet a lot. Named Cayenne. Anyway, sorry. Named Cayenne. Ooh, yeah, too good hot. Name. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> Um, but I worked there and it ended up having uh, a fire yeah, and like burning Steve down. Fire. Yeah. So that was kind of my first time 
bar managing. I was the bar manager there. How old were you? I did that between 21 and 23. Okay, so young. So that happened, and a lot of stuff happened there because we were up to like 5 a.m., and it was just like, and we didn't serve alcohol, so it was just like drunks coming in. But when things got really good was uh, when I was looking for a job after that happened, and one of the girls got a job at Roxy Burger on Granville Street. And uh, she was like, hey, do you need a job? They're looking for a manager here. And I was like, yeah, I guess I need a job. (laughs) So I started working at Roxy Burger on Granville Street, which... You both know Granville Street is a horrible cesspool. Hell yes. world. It's a, big, a huge yeah. scar on this beautiful city. Yes, it is the worst place to be on a, any night mm-hmm. uh, during the week. You'll see girls in the rain in tank tops and short skirts and high heels huddling, waiting to get into a club, not wanting to pay for coat check so they can get one more $4 highball. And <laughs> you'll see so many bros. Yeah. Uh, with something to prove, just looking for fights. Yep. So that's where I'm going after the podcast. Yeah, we're going <laughs> straight there. <laughs> don't bring your coat and my tank top. I don't even own a tank top. You can leave it here. Spaghetti strap tank top. Oh my I gosh. wish. No, I just I feel like tank tops are underpants. <laughs> I don't think that they're close. Yeah, I wear them like they're for under things. to bed. Yeah, but that's it. I have one for physio. I do have one. And it's definitely not like a regular tank top. It's like a super kind of sexy fancy. one. It has, it has lace on it. Ooh. I wear it for oh. tattoos and... Uh, for getting tattoos? Only yeah. when you get tattoos you wear it? Yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> it says bad bitch. On it says, ow. <laughs> uh, yeah, tank tops. Anyways. So Roxy Burger, I've always wondered, is it owned by the Roxy? Yeah, it's affiliated. I wondered. Is um, it, did you work there when they had the car full of girls that sit out in front? No. They have that now. Oh, They're that's just new. girls that sit in the back seat of a car that's parked on the sidewalk wearing tank tops and mini skirts. What? No matter what the temperature is. I don't get it. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, That's crazy. It's a well, it's a place, you know. This was and this was I mean 10 years ago, right? Okay. So I come in as this manager and there's three other managers that are uh, ladies that are all kind of like in their late 20s. Um, and there's the owner and I never met the owner. <laughs> Weird. Uh, until well, I ended up meeting him. I'll get to that. <laughs> um, so I'd been there for 3 weeks and in that 3 weeks I had seen so many fights in the street and had to kick out people and you know it was just you're just in a zoo that has all the doors unlocked and a bunch of raw meat everywhere so people (laughs) people are just like just nuts so three weeks in we have our summer staff party and for the staff party we all went to Chilliwack by Cultus Lake and we drove out there and rented some boats for people to go out on a boat. Okay. And then we all like camped. Uh, this is elaborate. And was, yeah. And it, it was, I it was great. I immediately been like, I can't make it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we camped at this place right by a river that wasn't a real campground. Um, and So you just squatted. We squatted in the forest <laughs> near a river. So it's quite, yeah, it's not it as. It doesn't sound legitimate. Yeah, it's not very legit. Um, and. <laughs> This was the first time that I had met the owner. And so we're all sitting around this fire. There's like 20 of us. People have set up tents. And, um, you know, people are passing around bottles of Jaeger and whiskey. And everyone's drinking really hard. And, you know, 10 years ago, I was drinking very hard. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) we all were. We all were, yeah. End up kind of doing some mushrooms. Yay. And 
drinking Jaeger. And kind of one of the last things I remember was like walking around with the Jaeger in my hand, forcing people to go swig for swig with me. And everyone loving it. And I woke up in the morning sitting in a classic lawn chair (laughs) with a pile of garbage on me (laughs) that was probably three feet high. And I woke up to like sun, dawn, and I wake up and I'm like, yeah, what? And like, you know, all this garbage kind of falls off my head and off my body. And there's three other people that have been up all night, obviously have not gone to bed. They're talking very fast. Uh, they're all like laughing and they're like, oh man, welcome back. Like, you know, and I'm like, oh, welcome what back, garbage is man. going? Yeah, exactly. And so... I'm kind of confused and I'm like, oh, what's going on? And I go down to the river and I dunk my head and I'm kind of trying to piece together what happened. And more and more people start waking up and I look and in this bush, there's just this tattered nylon thing like thrown in this bush. <laughs> and the owner kind of comes out of his truck that his SUV that he was sleeping in and he goes, oh, man, can't believe you're alive. I was like, oh, yeah, like. What what is this over here in the tree? He's like, you don't remember? I was like, oh no, I, things got pretty blurry. He's like, well, uh, you decided that uh, you had it out for my tent, fought my tent, <laughs> tore it to shit, and threw it in the bush. <laughs> wow! And he was uh, he was totally okay with it. He like laughed. This is three weeks into my the job. I destroy the owner's tent. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, everything's cool. That was awesome. Like, high five. It was so weird. Wow. So I didn't get fired, which is incredible. Um, and so I went back to work. And uh, this is the story that is the worst story. That's just kind of a lead up. So I... <laughs> I'm ready for the next story. <laughs> so I uh, go to work. And it's a Friday night and I'm managing. So when you're managing, you're just kind of running around and like doing things that need to be done. And if you're the manager, you have to like clean up spills and mop if it's needed and all that. Piles of cocaine. Piles of cocaine. You need to (laughs) vacuum up with a dust buster. Um, So I'm working and it's packed and uh, it's kind of pretty late. And this couple comes in. They're probably like early 50s and like they've like been on like a date i'm guessing at the yale like for some blues music or something and they're high-waisted blues music yeah and they're very 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 (laughs) drunk and they sit at this two top which is two high chairs at a high table for those that don't know the biz no idea (laughs) i thought he said tube top and i was like this is getting good i thought he said pork chop Um, so they're sitting there and there's like two booths of six people across from them. And the woman keeps on kind of like falling asleep <laughs> on the table. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I kind of walk by the guy. I'm like, Hey, uh, you know, you both got to be conscious to be in here. We can't have <laughs> people sleeping. Uh, you know, well, you know, we'll have to ask you to leave. And he's like, Oh, okay. Okay. And he like, you know, shakes her awake and she wakes up and she's really out of it. And I come back. And they order food, and then I leave again, and then I come back again, and she's asleep again, <laughs> face down. And I'm like, okay, you got to wake her up, and you know, you guys. And he's like, oh yeah, 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 no problem, no problem. So he shakes her awake, and as he shakes her awake, she goes ah, and wets herself. Oh my gosh! And ends up peeing on the floor. 
from like a tall chair, which is a little bit louder than a normal sized chair. And right as she finishes peeing, she kind of comes like lucid and like comes like realizing what's going on. She's like, oh, oh. and then barfs oh, no. into the puddle of urine. And I'm oh. like, okay. And like the two groups of six people in the in the booths are like, ah, like killing themselves laughing. And I'm like, listen, man, you're going to have to pay for the bill. We're getting your food to go and you're going to tip heavy. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And, you know, I get him the bill and I get the food. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And we get them and they, they leave. He tips well. And being the manager, I'm left to clean up this oh puddle of goodness. urine and barf. At least it's all in one spot. It's all in one spot, right? <laughs> so half the work is already done because it's so wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, I kind of get the mop oh. and I come around and, you know, I got to do paper towel first uh-huh. to kind of like clean it up. Oh. And the people in the booths are laughing. And oh, no. as I'm cleaning this up with rubber gloves on, I find... In the puddle of urine and barf, a fake tooth on a retainer that she had barfed out of her own mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> Those things are so expensive. Yeah. What did you do with it? Wow. Well, I showed it to the two groups of six people, and they had a real good laugh. And then I uh, just set it aside, washed it that off, kind of and set it aside. I don't know what happened because I quit a week after that. Good for you. <laughs> Wow. Cleaning up barf is like one of the hardest. That's one thing I don't miss about having a dog is like those, those the guys can barf so much and there's just no way to get it under control. Like it's like you or like a newspaper or a paper towel. But no matter what, there's this weird viscous mucusy fluid that's just going to seep out like a sneaky jellyfish. And then, You're talking wow, about that's kombucha, a right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a dog's boot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. That's disgusting. Yeah, sorry. No, I've never thrown up in a restaurant before, that's for sure. Uh, I've thrown up when I've gotten home, and I've thrown up in a cab. Not I've, inside a cab, but I've had to get out of a cab. I've thrown up in a bathroom ever, I think. Really? Even when you're a kid? Well, no. I go to a place with the carpet. <laughs> never like outside of a car? No, I, I've never had motion sickness or been super drunk oh. like that. But I did one time when I was a kid, I barfed. 14 times in one day. Ooh. Yeah, I had to go to the hospital. Bravo. That's a lot. It's pretty wonder... cool. <laughs> so you still work in a bar, right? Yeah, I do like two days a week in a very chill bar. That, it is very chill. Yeah. I was like managing restaurants for a bit and then I got in an accident and I couldn't do that anymore because of all this heavy lifting. And I kind of like was like, I don't want to bartend anymore. And yeah. then my friends opened Lolito which is a great place. The best bar and in Vancouver. Yeah, it's so mellow and, you know, it's just a great clientele. We and might edit it out because we don't want people to go there. Yeah, true enough. <laughs> we'll keep it secret. Where I work is a very secretive place. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really great. Yeah. And so, I mean, going in there and seeing that place, I was like, yeah, I could, I could bartend a, you know, a day shift and a night shift uh, every week. That'd be yeah. super cool. So I'm there now and it's, and it's good. But, uh, whew. Granville Street. Terrible. Stay away. I don't know. We had one other guest that worked at the ta- a restaurant on Granville Street. His yeah. name won't be mentioned. And then Hassan also works at a hotel downtown that all those people stay at. They all go clubbing and they're like, let's just spend $400 on a hotel too Yeah. for our cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's crazy. And I always forget sometimes I'll be down there and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. The sun is setting. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Yeah. Instead of vampires, we have the people from the suburbs that the bridge and tunnel crowd that come in and, and things get really rowdy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really scary. There's probably a bunch of them from here, too. It's yeah, for sure. for sure. I don't want to blame it all on suburb people. No. No. We have the same problems here. But right. I do think that when you're coming downtown from the suburbs for a night out and getting a hotel room, you are definitely putting it into fifth. Yeah, and yeah. Keeping definitely. it in fifth. Maximum until you like, yeah, until you break the motor. Uh, I only ever went to the Roxy once, and it was my friend's birthday, and we heard that if it's your birthday, you get free shots. But to collect it, she had to go lay down on the bar and have the shot poured into her mouth. Oh, yeah. That's awful. And. She, then she had to go sit in the, outside of the Roxy Burger in a car in a tank <laughs> She became <laughs> then, part of the... Then she got yeah. the shot. No, but because there was a table of us, I, th- I think we ordered poutine or something. Mm. And I was... I remember, Wait, you can order food at the Roxy? I think you could. This was long ago. This is probably <laughs> 10 years ago. So she went by herself up to the bar with a bartender. And she's, when she came back, she was like, that was so creepy. Because he was just whispering to her the whole time, like, it's okay. You're okay. Just lay back your head and I'm going to do this for you. And it was like, ooh, that's awful. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. Yeah. So uh, that's my only <laughs> experience with that whole area. My, my favorite thing about bartending, especially in clubs, is when you have – I mean it's, it's, it's never dudes because I can't do it. But uh, when girls come up to you and they're used to like Granville Street – or they're used oh. to like like shitty bar, creepy, weird bartender dudes, and they'll come up to you and they'll be like, "Hey, can I have a free shot if I show you my boobs?" What? And like, I'll flash my tits if I get that. a free shot. And every time, I have so much pride, and I'm just like, "No, that's okay." Would you like a drink? <laughs> like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Does wow. how many people have asked you that? Oh, over the years, like lots. Wow. Probably like over. Five a year? I just do it at the fancy shoe store. I'm like, <laughs> what do I get for these? <laughs> and they're like, mm. what can I get taken off of these $500 boots? A pair of flip-flops thrown in for free. I saw someone wearing flip-flops last night. <gasps> was Where? On at, Main at Street. Night too. At night. Nothing in their friend group would suggest that anything was off with this person. They're just one of those people like, I'm always, I'm always hot. I always wear a Hawaiian shirt and cargo shorts and flip-flops. And that's my look. I'm that guy. Yeah. What is that guy trying to prove? I like I not know. for people to hear me coming before they see me. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to sneak up on anyone. Yes, yeah, so I had rolled up jeans and flip-flops on and a winter jacket. <laughs> I hated him so much, guys. Yeah, I instantly hate people who are wearing flip flops unless they're at the beach or a pool or you know headed to One a barbecue or something like that, or in like the, a locker room of a public swimming pool. Exactly, yeah. trying not to get athlete's foot. That's what they're there for every day. That's my that's my goal. Was Don't guy- get the get the athlete's foot, Tobe. <laughs> <laughs> Can't handle one more thing. You've managed this long. Uh, I'll come clean and say that I definitely <laughs> always wear flip-flops to a public pool because I had to get a cream once yeah. for <laughs> An anti-fungal. <laughs> yeah. Why, Super when cool. I was a kid, I, like, I'm sure that I had athlete's foot. I think kids get every single thing that you can get from being 
unsanitary like lice my brother got lice and worms i think in the same summer so i had to be treated for both and did not have either so and i had very curly hair and i can remember them doing the like lice and the knit kit and the comb and my little all my curls having to be combed out and they're like nope no lice and i was like Fuck, if I knew what fuck was when I was a kid, I'd be like, <laughs> fuck you! Because Ryan's like, I'll just use this towel from the public swimming pool that I found in the lost and found. Oh. And then that he also... was soaking wet. Yeah, then he <laughs> also got worms somehow. It's like having a pet on your body. Yeah. It's kind of cool. How do you get worms? Like ringworm. Probably, Are we talking about ringworm? Is no, that that's a that's, fungus, actually. That's a fungus. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, it's, a, it's just a parasite. Parasites are in foods, and you can catch them from all different things. Everyone probably has parasites, which is a crazy thing. I could have worms right now and don't even know. I think you would know if you had that type of worm. I think that those really show up in the number two situation. <laughs> but there's other parasites that are like, they're in you for life. Like you would have to do some sort of parasite treatment. Crazy. And they cool. can cause big, huge problems. Yeah. <laughs> My friend uh, used to do col- uh, colon hydrotherapy as a job. And she's like, you Whoa. can see those parasites coming out. I want the hoses. To watch that, ask her about her job. Oh, I asked her so many questions. (laughs) When she does that, is it like when you uh, are standing underneath a water slide on a sunny day and you can see the people like going down the water slide? I'm thinking it's kind of like that. (laughs) Um, Gross. Yeah. Do you want to do a retail nightmare? Yeah, I'm going to do over overseen retail nightmare. To start, I I stopped by. A fancy grocery store in Vancouver called Meinhardt's uh, on my errands today to have something to eat. And it's a really busy neighborhood. It's an expensive neighborhood. And I was buying my lunch and it was busy. And the cash, the guy at the cash was pretty nice, uh, very laid back young man. And so I was eating my lunch about four feet away from him because it's such a tiny store. And this man, the senior citizen, started yelling at him. Because the young man who had asked me the very same question, would you like a bag for your purchase? I was just buying like one bottle of kombucha <laughs> and then my lunch was going to be up at the lunch counter after I paid for it. So I said, no, of course not. And uh, this old man was buying a bunch of bananas, just a regular size bunch of bananas, probably eight bananas. And all connected. All connected. They're already, I already have a handle. <laughs> and so the young man, which is his job, I said, would you like a bag for them? And he's like, yes, of course I want a bag. What are you, dumb? Whoa. He was going to walk around with bananas. And, uh, it's the most shameful like, thing. And then he just kept going on. He's like, what's wrong with you? Whoa. Why would you ask me if I needed a bag? Of course I need a bag. And then the guy was just, he's really young and he wasn't saying anything. So I saw the manager come over. I was like, okay, so the manager's going to say something and I won't have to say what I always say, which is don't talk to them that way. Um, in that, in that voice. voice. Yeah. yeah. I'm always, it's like very high pitched when I say it and angry. And so I was waiting with my big bowl of mashed potatoes that I just bought. <laughs> I'm really into mashed potatoes right now. You're saying that in that voice, holding a bowl of mashed potatoes. <laughs> Don't talk to him like that, but there's mashed potatoes flying out. <laughs> Spittling kombucha. Um, so that manager was coming over to say something, but he just stood there and stared at the situation, and then the man laughed, and then I wanted to get up and just like check in on the guy and say, don't. You know, have to put up with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's gone. Like, I think he went on a break. It was really upsetting. He was so abusive, and I've heard that the clientele at that store is terrible. But yeah. oh, I've sure. not seen. I was. I've told the story before, but I was pushed by somebody in there to get out of the way. A senior citizen pushed me. <laughs> like when you were in the aisle. Yes. 
The like, but it was really a two-handed push. It was a really? push. <laughs> like a sh- it was a shove. Sounds like a shove. It was a shove. You're right. Fuck. More of a shove. So that place, I think I'm going to start hanging out there more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Old people do love plastic bags. Yeah. I mean, we all love them, kind of. I had a cat that loved them. He'd pee on them. We had to make sure he didn't put them, leave them on the floor. Mm. He'd be like, oh, I can pee on this. That's actually what the old man was so mad about. He didn't mm. want to like say it, but he's got a very... Uh, specific fetish yeah of like he's got a plastic bag collection <laughs> he's trying to grow it to a certain level i'm gonna piss on these <laughs> i think it's what i do of course yeah i'm gonna piss on this <laughs> he was so mad that even as he's leaving the store he was still yelling about Whoa. these bananas and they're just well, bananas so walking out the door is like thank god i got a bag from the idiot <laughs> <laughs> exactly thank god i got a bag from the idiot Oh, that would be a great autobiography title (laughs) (laughs) for that man. (laughs) I always want to follow them to the next door and see, like, was he yelling all the way down South Granville Street? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Any question that he gets asked, that's how he reacts. Who wouldn't need a bag for their bananas? Of course I want a (laughs) flu shot, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You dummy. Do it right in my dick. (laughs) Pound it. (laughs) Slam it. Slam that flu shot. (laughs) Oh, man. Yikes. Would you like some cream for your coffee? Of course I want some cream, you moron. <laughs> what do I look like, someone who drinks black coffee? Well, sir, I don't, I don't know someone. I can't tell. <laughs> it's like a really aggressive version of that Jim Carrey movie where he says yes to everything, but oh, he's yeah. just like really uh, shitty about it. I believe it's called Yes, Man. Oh, I thought it was called Liar, <laughs> Liar. Liar. Uh, that's another one where yeah. you can't tell lies, yeah. I've kind of not seen all of the Jim Carrey movies. I just watched a Jim Carrey movie recently and I was like, wow, he is just awful. Yeah, <laughs> it is was it? Like it isn't... Batman Forever. Oh. Well, I mean that movie in general. It was so bad. It's the worst Batman. The one after Who's in was that so one? Is it a better. Clooney? It's Val Kilmer. The George Clooney one I liked way more with uh, Uma Thurman. That was great. Wait, wait. So oh, that man. one was, was that Mr. Freeze? Was that Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah. Mr. Freeze? Oh, that Just one's supposed to be so bad. I couldn't watch non-stop. it. Non-stop. Oh, yeah, it was real bad. It was amazing. It, I mean, like, so bad, it's enjoyable. It's Uma Thurman dresses up in a giant gorilla costume that's purple and, like, fluffy and does this dance and seduces everyone at this weird costume Fuzzy ball convention. that looks like it's a bunch of B-52s <laughs> fetishes at a party. <laughs> Like everything's like neon, brightly colored. Everyone's wearing like zoot suits. It's crazy. It's just. <laughs> I mean, the fashion of Gotham <laughs> is, great. is is great and ever changing. Yeah, I just watched all four original Batman movies, and the fourth one was by far my favorite. Oh my god! Go for it. Treat yourself. Huh. I'm really into Batman Returns because. Uh, not Joe Pesci, but Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. He's great. Uh, he is an amazing penguin. Yeah. So disgusting. Mm-hmm. Really? Talk about... Well, so disgusting. Oh, <laughs> and just always wearing that, that like onesie that's just stained. <laughs> yeah. So stained. Such a stained onesie, but also has a tie attached to and it. You don't see a lot of stains on TV or in movies. <laughs> yeah, you know? stains. Not stains. But actually, Danny DeVito is continuing the tradition, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He's always like stained and gross and spitting. Yeah. If you oh, watch... Yeah. Like, I think there was one where he was bleeding recently too. And I was like, the one where he's covered in uh, lube or something. <laughs> they like find him in like a custodian's closet on the ground in his underwear, covered yeah. in lube. I really respect how he just <laughs> does not him. give a shit about his image at all. He's so funny. He's uh, yeah, great, great work. He's also shorter than me, so I, I admire that in a human. He's, yeah, he's very short. 
I had an idea uh, <laughs> to do a um, album that works similarly to uh, listening to Pink Floyd's The Wall while yeah. watching Wizard of Oz, yeah. but you watch the original Batman, yeah. and it's called Batman vs. Scatman, Whoa. and it's me scatting for the entire movie. <laughs> over that sounds very that. good. <laughs> I'd be into that, probably. Yeah, for sure you'd be into that. Uh, Kickstarter. Yeah, we can, can kickstart this. Batman vs. Yeah. Scatman. How much yeah. money do you need for that? Like 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah, you just need that. things to stay hydrated and the cost of making yeah. the album. Some beers and maybe some mushrooms. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, just hide your tent. Yeah. <laughs> don't shred the tent. I would love to have been there the moment that you started getting mad at the tent. Don't shred the tent. That's <laughs> like something that's heard on Huntington Pier in California a lot. Hey, man, oh, don't, don't shred. shred the tent. Do you have a retail nightmare? Uh, I do. It's a recent one. I have been working at Cat Fay. Oh, yeah. Cat Fay? Yeah. You're working at it? I'm working there. Oh, do you have allergies to I cats? do. <laughs> I do. I have to take a pill before I go. But I'm just helping my friend out because it's the holiday rush and they just opened. It's the holiday season. That is exactly the type of music they don't play there, which makes me happy. You hate oh. the holidays. But it is like very quiet jazz. <laughs> oh, so almost like that. Yeah. It's not <laughs> offensive, though. <laughs> yeah. A little cats bit more would like scatting. that, though. Yeah, it's mellow. Jazz cats. I'd uh, like to see cats bouncing their paws to that. Just, like. <laughs> <laughs> just a little jazz cats. Oh, so cute. Yeah, so I'm just hanging out there. I don't know anything about coffee, so I don't have to work on the cafe side, which is good because I'm on the cat side and I can just pet cats. It's pretty cool. But there's a lot of strange people coming in. and. Oh. It was also just the first week of it being open, so a lot of people are coming in not knowing what it's all about, and I'm sort of there trying to tell them, like, oh, you have to have a reservation, and we're all booked up, but there's drop-in spots, and blah, blah, blah. So this woman came in. A lot of crazy cat ladies come in. For sure. Oh, it's a hub. Yeah. She's shopping for her next one. (sighs) I've gotten from maybe three different people, can I bring my cats here? And we're like, no, your cats have a home. This is for cats that are needing to be adopted. Yeah, it's weird. So that's part of it. Like yeah, all the cats that are there are from the SPCA and they're all available for adoption. And my favorite one got adopted. What? Yeah, he got adopted yesterday. What's his name? Larry. Larry. He's really cute. So Larry the cable cat. Quite a few of them were like, if I bring my cat in a stroller, is that okay? And we're like, what? no, what? that's worse. What if I dress it up as a small child? <laughs> bring it in here. What if I give it to the SPCA? What if I marry my <laughs> cat? Yeah. What if I'm looking to you trade You guys get it back cat. from the SPCA. I come in and then I decide if I want to adopt him or another cat. <laughs> Whoa, leveling up your cat. I'm looking to cheat on my cat and maybe <laughs> find a new cat. Can you give me a hall pass for my cat? Is that what that movie's about? Yes. I know about all these shitty movies like but just- a little bit. It's all about fucking cats, right? Yeah. Uh, so this <laughs> gets ugly. This one Real woman quick. came in, and she—the best way I can describe her is she looked like a clown. <laughs> like she's <laughs> just like an older lady wearing a lot of bright colors. And I know I wear a lot of bright colors, so this was like You're for small. me to People be have to pointing it out. It's a lot. Yeah, she was not hitting the mark. I guess no, and like wearing giant earrings. She was sort of like a Miss Frizzle style character. I need a uh, description of. Uh... 
Who, Miss Frizzless? She is the teacher from Magic School Bus who always had giant earrings that were like other characters, basically. <laughs> if they were exploring the skeletal system, she'd have skeleton earrings and oh. stuff like that. My favorite episode, just a side note, was the when they went through uh, the intestines and there was poop on the walls. It was great. <laughs> they drove the bus through the intestines. I lost my A real mind. shit storm, if you will. Yeah, real the shit first time show. I heard of Magic School Bus was a nutrition school because one of the fellow students remembered that episode. The poop episode? The poop episode. Nice. It was very subtle. They were just like, oh, there's brown things on the wall. But it's like, that's little, little future poops. Anyway, so this clown woman. Future poops is your autobiography title. <laughs> uh, she came in and she, a lot of people come in and they go, well, I have cats at home. And we're like, great. That's cool. Yeah. Why did you leave the house then? Uh, and then they go, why would I want to come in and see cats? I've got cats at home. And we're like. Wait, they come in to say this? Yes. It's in a mall, so... It's in Tinseltown. Yeah, it's... Oh, uh, the weirdest mall in International town. Village. Yeah. yeah, that's the official name. So a lot of people are just doing their mall walks or whatever, and they stop by and they go, what's this all about? So she she goes, and I wrote it down, because I was so happy <laughs> that my coworker sort of took the main focus of this woman, and I could just stand next to them observing it all, and I had this huge smile on my face, like... <laughs> Writing it down, she said, God would not approve of charging to see an animal. Oh, <laughs> my. And I I was just laughing so much because we were like, we, it's $5 and you get to hang out with them for an hour and it pays for all their food and their care and their vet bills and everything. And then they get adopted. The whole thing was she got really upset because she just wanted to see the cats. And we're like, sorry, it's five bucks and you have to sign this waiver, you know, saying you won't sue if they scratch you. And it, well, well, that's an interesting point because I yeah. never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, when the concept came up and I started following your friend on social media, I didn't really understand it until – it's complex. This week, basically. Yeah. And the the way – like the reason why it took so long is because the food side has to have a separate entrance from the cat side. So there's no way that the cats – like there's two doors. No way the cats can just make themselves a sandwich. Yeah, or like a latte. <laughs> <laughs> there's just like an older cat it's- yelling in the back, hitting like, order up! Like hitting. His one <laughs> paws in the mustard and it's spreading yeah. it. Aww. We got a sardine sandwich. Uh- <laughs> Have you guys like- ever had sardines? I've eaten uh, one before. Yeah. I just pizza. started eating them. Like, you can get really good anchovies? sardines. They're super good for you. What's I guess I'm the... confused with anchovies. There's these really beautiful oh. ones. Are oh, they... anchovies are the thin fillets that you use in things like Caesar salad. Or pizzas. P- oh, yeah. Yum. And sardines <laughs> are full fish. Full fish. And you, there's no – you eat everything. Mm. And uh, they've Including been cured. The poop. And then put in a tin. So – I've tried them twice, and I shared one with my stray cat that comes in. That Aww. was the cutest thing. Did we you each start had on a sardine. one end, and he started on the other? <laughs> you know what? He's not Lady in the Tramp stuff. He, yeah, he's not really a stray cat. No, he's just a cat that doesn't like to be in his house. Yeah, he's like just an old cat that likes to do things his way. I got to see him. That was yeah. actually really exciting. He's beautiful, isn't he? Yeah, he was gorgeous. It was like a fleeting glimpse. What does he look like? He's a gray tuxedo cat. And he's Ooh, very beautiful. I'm picturing too. Christopher Walken. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah, You're maybe a wrong. little. He's really. He just started showing up You're more and more, and about I started feeding him. So Batman too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. He wears a great tuxedo. In yeah, that movie, he so. does. 
Definitely. Should we do self-help corner? Sure. Alicia's self-help corner. Send in your questions. Don't take this advice. One of these is really sad. No. <laughs> what song is that? I don't know. That's like the sad. <laughs> these are like all the really sad tough ones. sad song. That's like a sitcom. self-help corner. Just make it really minor. If you need some self-help, <laughs> ask Alicia Tobin. <laughs> These two are really hard. Oh, no. But they both private messaged me. Mm. All right. We can do this. Let's make it public. All right. So our first question is from Maxine. My self-help question is, if there are any ways I, a transgendered woman, can seem less intimidating to others, their prejudice aside. Oh. That is a really, like, big, open-hearted approach to it. But I feel like uh, the people should be... Yeah. Should be more supportive. It's like you shouldn't have to change. Yeah. Everyone like, around you should change the way they view yeah, everyone like else. Yeah, some warmth and some compassion yeah. and some friendship. and. Yeah, I don't think the problem lies within how you're approaching things. It's probably everyone else. Maxine, come here and have cookies with us. And yeah, move to a big city. <laughs> yeah. On the West Coast or the East Coast. But she may live in a big city. That's yeah, true. That's I think truth. that that's probably that's something that transgendered women face every day. That's true. And men. And I remember when Morgan was on the podcast and I said that I felt all different body sizes were more widely accepted than when I was 20. Like there's less body shaming going on. And Morgan's like, no, that's just the people that you hang around yeah, with are we live really in like nice people. And we live in a, in a, a city where there's a lot of kind people and and yeah who you and different associate yourself like with. artists yeah, yeah. so yeah. more accepting people i feel like the the intimidation thing isn't on on you maxine but i hope that this shifts for you soon because i think life is challenging enough that having to take on other people's misunderstandings or lack of compassion you don't have to take that on that's not your job. Fuck all those people. <laughs> yeah. Come have a foosh booch with us. <laughs> Thank you for writing in. I, you kind of blew my heart up and now I don't feel like I'm going to cry because I'm super hungover. Oh, I like that phrase. You blew my heart up. Yeah. Yeah. Last night, Jay and I came up with a phrase. You're breaking my shorts here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Breaking my shorts. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> this is from uh, Laura. My mom is going through chemo for bladder cancer, and I can't seem to keep her positive. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Any tips? Uh, is there anything I can do to help? Um, this may be too much of a bummer for retail nightmares. No, it's fine. Um, I used to volunteer at a cancer, an integrated cancer clinic here in town. And one thing that I picked up on was it's really important. It seemed very important for the people who had cancer to... Spend time with other people who have cancer because they're going to talk about cancer in a way that people that don't have cancer can't talk about. Like mm -hmm. they're going to talk about they're being scared and how their friends aren't treating them the same way anymore. And so I'm not sure that cheering her up is going to be easy, but maybe if she had people to talk to, they were going through a similar process that might be helpful. And I think just being there for your mom in that moment and being present is the most important thing. 
and taking care of yourself at the same time. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, th- I feel like um, having discussions with other people that are going through the same thing is very important because I feel like those people, they're understanding mortality on a whole nother level than anybody else yeah. can. Um, they're faced with it. And the idea of trying to cheer someone up or be positive, I feel like that's something that you can't really do. You can only be there for them and listen and, you know, that cheering up kind of thing is a very hard, hard thing, especially to put on yourself mm-hmm. to like be like, I'm responsible to like cheer up this person. You can't do that. All you can be is be there to support them. And it's the same with anyone when they're super low. There's no like fast cure where it's like, well, obviously coming to see my improv show is going <laughs> to yeah. fix it all. Yeah. But maybe I wonder if, if Laura's not similar to maybe all of us in the room, like we're funny people. And so I've always been like, like if somebody is sad, I want to cheer them up so badly. Like, in fact, I am almost exclusively attracted to the grumpiest people. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can do this. I can make this person happy. Yeah. And I was like that when I was growing up. Um, I was always the one that was like optimistic and positive and, and making a joke and, and falling down to make people laugh. And <laughs> I do find it hard to not go into that mode with people and to just be in, be there and listen, especially if your job is the funny person. Because mm-hmm. wolves are like that. There's like a funny wolf. In a family of wolves, there's like one wolf that's super fun and it's always being a brat. Really? And everybody loves that wolf. Oh, I need to Google the funny wolf. Yeah. Yeah, Like like a lazy eye and his tongue lolls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's just like more playful and he's kind of the the brat of the pack and he's the joker. And I think that we have that too, right? He wears like funny shoes and like is (laughs) sidestepping all the time rather than walking straight forward. Diagonal wolf walk. (laughs) Yeah. I think those are the wolves that became dogs <laughs> yeah totally probably so i think uh thank you for writing in that was a very moving self-help question i don't know if we helped but um that's really tough to have a parent who's sick and to to want to be that that kind of that catalyst for a change and for things to to happen so i hope that there's a a change and maybe there will be thanks for writing in laura we have one funny one now yay <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> How do Uh, I make my poop smell different? Eat lots of basil. Really? Does that work? I don't know. (laughs) I don't think. Maybe. I mean, sure. Why not? So this is from (laughs) Dentist Bob. He's a dentist that follows me on Twitter. I'm pretty sure he's a real dentist. He makes a lot of really good dental jokes. Um, (laughs) And he's actually become one of my favorite people's tweets because either he's never breaking character (laughs) or he's a real dentist. I don't know. Um, and you're sure this isn't Rob again? Just no, like, I'm sure it's not Rob again. Um, <laughs> My friend keeps changing his Twitter name. And, and then writing. <laughs> so he said, how can I stop being so passive aggressive about flossing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So now, is he not flossing? But then when he does, he's getting really into it. Like, does he hate flossing? <laughs> does he hate flossing? <laughs> yeah, I hate floss. <laughs> well, he's a dentist, so he probably loves flossing. Yeah. Yeah. But he probably is passive aggressive with his clients about yeah. flossing. I quit smoking because a doctor was like full on a dick with me. He was like, if you keep smoking, you're going to be really sick. He just pointed out all my health problems. He's like, what are you doing here? Like, what kind of idiot are you? And I was like, uh, not that kind of idiot, Ben. Pretty I'm going to quit. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a pretty idiot. <laughs> I feel like flossing for me... I hardly ever floss. Yeah, it's terrible. And it's, I should be flossing all the time. 
And every time I do floss, my gums bleed. Why? Because I never floss. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I feel like if he's asking if uh, how do I be less passive aggressive about flossing and getting people to floss, I say go for shock factor. Get some gross photos <laughs> of some bad teeth and just hit them with a the slideshow and be like, if you don't floss – this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and show some receding like the gums. bacteria in our mouths to the bacteria that causes heart attacks. One wow. time a dental hygienist told me that your oral health, because like your mouth is the window to the rest of your body. So it's like if you got fucked up shit going on. Yeah, that's a different window. Those are the two windows. If you got weird shit going on in your mouth, it's going to filter down through the rest of your organs and everything. And once I sort of thought about it, like, the body as a whole. Then I was like, oh, I'm going to floss every day. And then I found my overall health stabilized. Even if it was a placebo effect, I was like, this makes sense to me. So I don't know. Trick them with some health logic. Ooh, trick them with some health logic. Talk about tricking. <laughs> tricking. Uh, you could, I mean, you could get psychological on it. And when they come in for their checkup, the first thing you do is you get close to their mouth and you go, Oh, did you did you brush your teeth before seeing me? And they'll probably say, "Yeah." Yeah, of course. And you'll be like, "Whew, your breath stinks." <laughs> and then do the whole checkup. While the whole checkup, they're like, "Oh God, my breath stinks," and he's really close to my mouth, and they're very self conscious about it. And then at the end of the checkup, be like, "You know what'll help with that stinky breath? You should floss more." Yeah. And then they would have gone through like forty five minutes of like of shame. internal shame. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I also hate flossing. And when I floss, like, I'll get in a routine and floss every day for a year. But then I'll, like, miss a couple of days. I'm like, well, I guess we're not flossing for a year. <laughs> if, I, if I'm too tired when I go to bed, then I'll just be like, oh, I'll skip it. It'll just be my one day that I skip. And then I'm like, oh, I've been tired when I've gone to bed for the past week. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but then also a dental hygienist told me, like, you can just – you don't have to floss right before bed. You can floss in the morning. You can floss in the middle of the day. And I was like, oh, yeah. Ooh, floss on the bus. I didn't know that. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> You've seen it too. Oh, yeah. We've all seen oh, flossing on the bus. Oh, yeah. Cutting toenails, flossing. Ooh, no. Fuck, yeah. See, I'm in a weird position with uh, my whole uh, mouth because <laughs> your, uh, your mouth hole? I didn't have my whole mouth hole, my window to my <laughs> body, uh, my white picketed fence uh, yeah. window to my body. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't go to the dentist for 10 years. And I finally went to the dentist. And after 10 years of just brushing morning and night, I went in there and I was worried. Nothing. Yeah, Whoa. same for me. No, nothing. And I was just like, I came out of there so confident. Mm-hmm. And since then, I have definitely become more lazy. And like, it's at night and I'm hanging out with my girlfriend. She's like, you got to brush your teeth. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to go to bed. <gasps> what a brat. You have to brush like, your eat, teeth. I literally like have eaten like Reese peanut butter cups right before bed and then gone to sleep without that brushing I was teeth. told Harmed that some life. people have uh, cavity resistant teeth. Yeah. And others don't. I genetics. have cavity resistant teeth and it's genetic. Yeah. But I do feel like over the past, like I haven't seen a dentist in about two and a half years, three two, years. I'm going on January 16th and Are I'm you? so worried because I've been clenching my teeth and I, I haven't had any tooth pain in specific, but I tooth pain, tooth pain, tooth pain. <laughs> I've got uh, lots of tooth pain. <laughs> Every time I tooth, it's <laughs> horrific. Really? For everyone else in the room. It's like razors. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Whoa! Just kidding. Right Might on. Be haunted. Tooth pain. 
Anyway, this has been Floss Chat. Floss Chat. Floss Chat. Uh, I'm going to make sure that I start flossing again. I heard, though, that you, you can't floss if you haven't had a cleaning like there's no point to start now you should get a cleaning and then start fresh i mean you should floss because it like takes gunk out of your teeth that's true i de-gunk. think that's better yeah like the degunkification yeah. alone is worth it can we it. take out the part where i say i don't floss <laughs> i'm very single i'll 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 put in <laughs> a voiceover that says i floss regularly yeah it's yeah we, we, can, we can call this we can call this uh this segment. Are you gunked? <laughs> Are you gunked in the we mouth? We do need another. Segment. Let's get a sponsor. Hey, do you have a ghost story? Oral B. Ghost story? Yes, I do. What? what? Of course you do. Amazing. <laughs> You're just full of good. It's stories. not a personal. It's not a personal one. It's uh, from a friend. It's a professional. That this is not personal. This is professional. <laughs> Tell us your professional uh, ghost story. <laughs> uh, I. Uh, this is uh, from my friend Pete Hadfield, who is a uh, astronaut, very talented cinematographer. We were on Saturna Island haunted. for a friend's wedding. The whole island is haunted. Every golf island is haunted. Well, obviously. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm going to one next week. Oh, gosh. I'm going to assume as much. Not that you're going, but that they're all haunted. <laughs> yeah, I'm going like, to assume that you're that going mean? to a golf island. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. I'll take it. But uh, we were on Saturna. For a friend's wedding, and my friend Pete and my other friend Dan and Dan's girlfriend got a kind of Airbnb, like a bed and breakfast. It wasn't yeah. Airbnb, it was a bed and breakfast. And it was in this old house, kind of on a farm, and a lot of us were camping at like this friend of a friend's house, kind of in the backyard, which... What did you do to everyone's gonna, tents? I, mean, no, I didn't do anything to anyone's tents, but I woke up in the morning and I couldn't stop farting. <laughs> and I didn't realize because we were inside a tent and we were really drunk when we got there at night. So I didn't realize how close everyone else's tents were and they were like side by side. And so I woke up and I was just like farting so much. And were you I, making noise in your farting? Oh, like it was loud farts. <laughs> and I slowly started hearing people be like, <laughs> like everyone kind of woke up laughing to my farce, which was embarrassing but kind of great. Uh, <laughs> Don't you have a tattoo that says fart? I do. It's on my finger. <laughs> I've been staring at it this whole time and just admiring it. It's there forever. <laughs> Yay. Um, so they stayed at this Airbnb uh, – sorry, Ben Breakfast. <laughs> Very not different. Air, not Airbnb. Airbnb so wasn't even around at this time. Um, <laughs> You're dating yourself. So <laughs> Yeah, so they stayed at this uh, Ben Breakfast, and Pete had just gotten one of those hammock tents where you like set it up in between two trees, and it's like a one person tent, but it's a hammock. So you're just sleeping. Oh, but wow. It's fully covered, and it's, you know, so. You make yourself a beautiful hors d'oeuvre for a bear. Exactly. <laughs> like a little pot, pea of pods, pot of peas. Yeah, like a little edamame. Yeah, a little edamame. I'm thinking like human a nice edamame. Nice endive. Uh, yeah. Filled with. Crab meat. Yeah, or crab meat. (laughs) (laughs) So he decided to sleep out like in this kind of orchard. Were you all on mushrooms? Come on. No. (laughs) Okay. Maybe some of us. but (laughs) The ones that were farting um, all the time. Yeah, the very gassy mushrooms. (laughs) But uh, he slept there and when he slept there, he had this crazy nightmare dream where these three kind of children in like early 19th century clothing oh. were like come play with us out in the farm out field like come out come Yonder. out with us like you know was trying to get him to come play with him in the field and uh he's kind of creeped out and he woke up and he ended up 
going into the house in the morning and the person that was running the bed and breakfast was like, oh, this house used to be owned by a farmer uh, and his wife and he had three kids and that farmer went crazy and killed his family. Why would you tell that to the people staying in your place? And so he dreamed of the three kids that were Oh, it's wow. really spooky. It's really crazy. It's really crazy. When he told me that, I was very shook. Did you stop farting or did yeah. you start farting? More? No, I was so scared that I farted many times in a row. <laughs> just like one long fart for he, like an yeah. hour. You're just like, yeah. ah. He finished the story. I was like, what? <laughs> Fear farts. They're real. Pebble of the week? Yeah. Let's scary. Let's get to it. Real scary. I'm crying <laughs> out of fear of farts. <laughs> Flavor Town. <laughs> Who wants to pup it up? Well, you've got a puppo you're taking care of. I am. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. dog sitting for the weekend. What's the dog's name? Her name's Annie. It's a nice name for a dog. She's an eight year old corgi. Oof. Oh boy, such so many ears. Such big ears. Doesn't like them being touched though. Really? Well, you can touch them, but don't get too into touching them because then she'll she like, oh. she'll shake her head and be like, mm, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, but she's Classy real. Real, real cuddly, loves cuddling. Uh-huh. Um, when she's not cuddling, she's looking sad on the floor. Uh, and then you're like, Annie! And you like touch your lap and she just runs and jumps in your lap. And then she's just chilling there and Perfect. having the time of her life. Yeah, she's so great. And her poops are so small <laughs> that they're so hard to find and you can hardly even pick them up. So you've been letting a few... I tried to find one last night in the dark using yeah. my cell phone uh, so hard. flashlight. And you and feel like such a creep. I couldn't even find them. And I had the bag of my hand. I was like, I'm going to get these poops because I'm responsible. But I can't find them because it's so dark and they're so petite. Yep. That is a bonus having a petite dog, mm-hmm. uh, but also a downside. Especially when it's been raining and stuff and there's like brown leaves on the ground. That's exactly why I had trouble finding them. Yeah. When I dog sit, like I have a whole technique because sometimes you can't see them. So I'll just pick up all the leaves and like a, yeah, just pick up all the leaves and hope that the poop's in there. We have this big bag of leaves. That's great. How long do you have her for? We just have her until Sunday night. We had her for Friday night and then Saturday and then we give her back tomorrow night. And it's been a real, real treat because me and my girlfriend were thinking about getting a dog yeah and i feel terrible for saying this but it's kind of like we've been trying on a dog right now sure yeah. and uh it's been so nice because yeah she's just so mellow corgis are so mellow that if you do anything that's high energy they're just like no that's the only time they'll bark <laughs> it's like you're running around no i don't like it i'm gonna bark at you and then you're like okay i'm just gonna like lie here on the ground beside you they're like yeah and just lie on top of you that's great oh yeah corgis are cool Peppo, Peppo. yeah i got a Peppo. who's your Peppo? well obviously all the cats at cafe cat fay uh that drink went straight to my head uh i was gonna make larry my Peppo. But he got adopted. He doesn't count anymore. So I'm not going to, you know, hype him up because he already found a new home. But there's this cat there named Skip. He was a stray from like all these cats are from up north, shelters up north that they then bring them down here because they have a better chance of getting adopted in a bigger city. That's nice. And he just got introduced to the other cats 
So he's still feeling it out. So he was hiding sort of in the back room alone. And I went in to, <laughs> I went in to go visit him. And this cat fell in love with me. I think I was like, whoa, be cool. <laughs> like, this is a little <laughs> too much too soon. But the cat immediately came up and started licking my whole face. Oh, wow. And was just really into headbutting me. And then I was brushing it because I was noticing his fur was a little bit scraggly. And I guess because he's a stray, like, he hadn't been brushed in a while. Aww. And he was losing his mind. He was like, this feels so good. So, yeah, he's amazing. And he was getting so into being brushed that he started drooling a little bit. And he's a really a really fluffy cat. He's black and then he's got sort of a gray bib, like very long fur. So cute. Uh, yeah, I'm super into him. And his name's Skip? His name's Skip. I can't wait to see him. A couple of people came wanting to adopt him and then they had a one-on-one and then I don't think that they were a good match. And I was like, he loves me better. I'm super allergic to him. (laughs) Yeah, when I woke up this morning, the eye that he was licking was kind of small and shut. (laughs) But it was worth it. So cute. That's so great. Yeah, so uh, adopt a cat. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to go. I'm going to make a reservation. Wait, so you make a reservation and there's there's food on one side and cats on the other? Mm -hmm. And you can take the food over to the cat. So you get your food and then you go into the cat situation. Hang out for an hour, listen to a little soft jazz. Is there croissants? Uh, no croissants yet. Scones? There's, there's pastries. It's like a pizza bun and then there's macarons. Is there just, it's just shaped. pizza pretzels that they've bought from Milo? We had pretzels for I don't work on that side, so I sort of just go over and I'm like, oh, that looks good. And then I'm like, I guess I won't eat one. <laughs> Is there quiche? There was quiche, yeah. It actually mm. smelled really good. And there's soup, there's chili, all sorts of stuff. Oh, nice. All sorts of desserty bars. Everything looks like cats. No, 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 bars yet. But there's <laughs> you're peanut not convinced. butter. You're not convinced. They don't have the right snacks. Well, for you. when you're saying and dessert bars, of, I need to know what kind of bars There's peanut butter. About. There's like gluten free peanut butter bars Ooh. and chocolate, all these. Yeah, it's a great place. And I work in a mall now. So. <laughs> That's a dream of mine. Also, it's on the second floor of the mall, and right beneath it, there's a place that's like wizards, fairies, and Vikings. Or I know the whatever. place. It's yeah. right. Uh, so you're right by the escalator? Yeah. It's like you come up the escalator, and the cafe is right at the top. Nice. Yeah, you're near the art place. Yes, right yeah. across from Aiden. Ooh, Gallery. and you're right uh, across also from. A Taco time. Chinese food restaurant that we used to do oh a show gosh. called Total Chinese Buffet in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Total Chinese Buffet. New owners. It's not the same owner. I think I did Total Chinese Buffet twice. Yeah. And one time a young man cut up a chicken. <gasps> that was Dan Code. Uh, I, I handled it like as well. He cut up a chicken with, like, with a sword. Yeah, on before. Stage. I was like, from the wizard store. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, one of the weirdest things that's happened to me in a comedy show. Was it a live chicken? No, it was okay. a. It was a chicken from the grocery store full chicken and so he cut it up with a sword on stage no ex- no explanation as to what was going on either was that it or was there more to it was he speaking i, don't remember. I, don't I was really horrified remember. i, I like was waiting to go on stage and i was like what is happening you had to follow i had to follow a guy act? cutting up a, a chicken <laughs> good luck <laughs> and there's blood on the stool and that well, it was great because I wasn't sure what I was going to do, so I just made fun of him <laughs> the whole time. Uh, but it's pretty solid. Um, 
It, it is like I'm sure I've seen Dan many times and I just never know what to say. I'm like, I don't know what that what happened. Wow. Yeah, those are fun shows. They're interesting because it's weird performing for people that have just eaten all you can eat Chinese and Japanese buffet because it's a very sluggish crowd. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to head for the door like, anytime. The laughs, the laughs that you usually get, they're like, ha, 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 or like, you're like, uh, uh, <laughs> like it hurts to uh, laugh. So they were full. really fun shows to be part of. <laughs> but yeah, the chicken. I have a puppo. His name's Charlie. He's been to my comedy show before, and last night he went to the Graham Clark show that I was on, and he's like a lasso-apso poodle mix of Whoa. some sort, and he has anxiety, so he can't be left alone for very long, but he's the sweetest dog when he's around people, and uh, he, I totally think he remembered me, because as soon as I said, Charlie, he came over and he just nuzzled me, Aww. and every time he came into the room where the comedians were, were hanging around, I'd say, Charlie, and then he'd come over and snuzzle me. You. He's so beautiful. I love him. I love Charlie. That's it. That's my puppo of the week. That's a good puppo. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if anyone wants to check out some puppos that need homes, go to Cat Fay. Yep. They're all SPCA cats too. So apparently the SPCA now is recommending people go to Cat Fay because it's a really good place. If you're going to adopt a cat, you get to hang out with it in like a relaxed setting and they're not in cages. They can just roam around free all day and they're they get new cats there every thursday so they're closed on thursdays for the cats to adapt to their settings it's like a date where you get to hang out with somebody in public Mm -hmm. so you know how they're going to be in public before (laughs) just being one-on-one that would be great it's like a limit date for cats that would be really great it's like a singles club yeah cam if people want to find you online where should they look for you Mm. uh you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Clam. Always makes me laugh. <laughs> Clam McLeod. Uh, that's Clam like the ocean shellfish. <laughs> and McLeod, M-A-C-L-E-O-D. Yeah, you can follow me on both of those. And, ooh, uh, January 5th, my improv group Matterhorn is uh, having their debut at Fortune Sound Club. Oh, yeah. Uh, featuring the Sunday service. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, that's our new home. We're bringing improv to Fortune, and it should be really, really fun. And That's the best really, news really I've excited. heard. That's really cool. In a long time. Yeah. That's great. And you've got other projects online, too. You've done lots of good little web webinars. Yeah. you can. Uh, <laughs> I was lucky enough to direct a couple of Golden Future episodes oh, yeah. that great. are my great great webinars. beta, Judaki and Christine Borland, and uh, Kevin Lee directed a couple of those episodes, too. So you can find those if you search Golden Futures. Yeah, I've got a short film called Orgies Happening Tonight. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I heard it's so funny. <laughs> it's starring Aaron Reed from The Sunday Service and a bunch of other great people named Michael and uh, Brian Cook and uh, that is a part of actually it's in Humpfest which is Dan Savage's what? Dan Savage's uh, amateur porn festival oh my god uh, and it's touring the country now Whoa. it's going to be going through the states and it'll be in Vancouver and say comedy porn but not really a porn it's just you know there's some there's some nudity. Is there nudity in it? There's some nudity. Who's nudity in it? There's a little nudity. Uh, Is Aaron nudity in it? Uh, Aaron's topless. Oh, boy. Uh, the poster for it. Yes. Is yes. beautiful. Orgy's happening tonight. Yeah, you can find it on Facebook. So funny. <laughs> just Google. Yeah, just go on Facebook and look up Orgy's happening tonight. <laughs> We're getting a lot of views on the page, and I feel like it's people on Facebook just looking up Orgy's yeah, happening definitely. tonight. Yeah, definitely. It's everyone's dad on Facebook. <laughs> 
So, and they're I hope not my dad. <laughs> He's got two fake hips. <laughs> days of orgying should be done. Oh, that's what it is when you have days of orgying. <laughs> yeah, your hips go. Yeah, <laughs> that's, maybe that's what happened. He didn't tell me. That's the porn version of Days of Thunder. Days of orgying. <laughs> But it's still in race cars. Ooh. Just as intense. It's the race cars are fucking each other. <laughs> it's really hot. Uh, I have nothing. Yeah. I don't, don't have a show coming up for a little while. So we'll just focus on Clam. Oh. Yeah. Hero Show. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, you can look up the Hero Show. It's on Facebook too. Hero Show Comedy. We do uh, Hero Show, which is a night of solo sketch comedy. And then Sidekicks is its sister show. And uh, that's duo sketch comedy. And it all happens at the China Cloud Theater. And you can find that on Facebook. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. You've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for having mm-hmm. me. This has been so much fun. Happy New Year. This is, will probably be our New Year episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Happy something New Year. Like, something like that. Yeah. 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 Feliz yeah. Navidad. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> that's Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, send us your retail nightmares at retailnightmarespodcast at gmail.com. I'll get caught up with those emails <laughs> next year. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.